It's Luke and Naomi. Good evening. Good morning. Happy late night. Good afternoon. Happy it, everything. Happy 40. That's right. It's a big one. Mm-hmm. It's a big one. 40 episodes that's, uh, wow. Close to a year. We're, we're really, I looked, I had to look up the starting date the other night. Do you know the starting date? Uh, remember the first month? Even that we started the show last year? Um, I'm going to guess that it was like June? It was May. Okay. It was Close. the uh, middle of May last year. I don't remember why exactly. I was just looking this up. But the middle of May last year. So we're wow. we're coming up on celebrating a year. Whether we get to 52 or Well, not. it won't be 52 when we hit that moment. Right. You know. Unless we, we start skipped. doubling up. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see that happening. I don't see that happening either. No. I, anyway, <laughs> I'm absolutely love the hour we're doing right now it's amazing yeah <laughs> but uh it, maybe maybe someday we do two a week but we'll see not right now and definitely not this week because it's ridiculous we are if you can't tell absolutely checked out uh, you'll find out as this episode progresses i'm sure because we got you know our cruise is coming up on on saturday or what is today i don't even remember uh, today is tuesday and then we leave for the cruise on, on Saturday. Saturday. And, and then, then we board on Sunday. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. So days are going to happen and things will happen within them that I just hope somebody is there to guide me along. Uh, good luck. <laughs> I kind of think you're on your own. But for real, it's just been a mess. My boss told me today, she said, I saw the look on your face. I knew when your brain just whoop, clicked off. It no was way. just done for vacation. <laughs> and I looked at her, and she started describing the moment, and I was like, oh, shit, she's right. Like, she knows. You couldn't even. No. You couldn't even hide it. Oh, you no. couldn't even lie. And I didn't even know. Deny it just, it. I was in the middle of thinking about something, and then I just started zoning out, and I'm like, oh, yeah, this is vacation <laughs> mode. All right, we're here. I got hollered at at work yesterday, which would which would be Monday. I said something about, yeah, I can... Just watch me slowly check out this week. Yeah. And uh, one of the account executives was like, uh, negative, just hollered from across the room. <laughs> like, yeah, we have stuff to do. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, no, no. I'll take care of you. No, you guys have <laughs> stuff to do. I do not. Exactly. I have to think about what I'll be doing on that boat. That's it. Oh, I, uh, I, I finished the last like small piece of anything we have to do outside of the house mm-hmm. today during my lunch break, which was fine and it's done and whatever. Now I just got all the packing to do. Yeah. I made about 8 million phone calls today to make sure everything is set and in order for us to leave and for when we come back. And it was just, it was a lot. And I think that was the moment that my brain was like, okay, you're done. Okay. Uh, it's that whole need a vacation from the vacation, but it's, Need a vacation from the vacation prep. Yeah. Well, it is tough work to There's plan a lot of for a vacation. Take off. We don't even have dogs or pets. I mean, or children. One of them. Two of them. Either of them. We don't have any other responsibilities besides out. ourselves. That's right. And still, it's just it's, too much. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, boy. Really, really, really looking forward to the trip, though. I mean, the road trip's going to be fun. we got to drive up to New Jersey to, to meet everybody for the, uh, for the Woody departure. The boat? Yeah. The boarding. Yeah. And all of that junk for the boat. I like calling it a boat. Me too. Because it's so big. It's a cruise ship. But nah, you it's a boat. Going boating. Mm-hmm. That's right. I'm going <laughs> to 
be having boat songs, you know, all kinds of Jimmy Isn't Buffett that, all uh, weekend. I was going to say Darius Rucker. Isn't it I'm on a boat or something like that? I was on a boat that day. No, that was uh, the not Brothers Osborne. Somebody else. Oh, I don't know. But that. that was that's one of them, too, that keeps popping in my head. I was on a boat that day. Hmm. Now that's going to bother me. And somebody's yelling right now who it exact oh, yeah. actually is. Somebody out there is hollering. Yeah. Oh, it's going to kill me. We're going to have to look it up later <laughs> after we forget that we were even talking about it. I can't believe I can't remember who that is. Anyway, yeah, so, you know, that's, that's I don't remember what we were talking about. We're basically checked out. We're on our way to see, basically. I mm-hmm. uh, got a good, good show, though. We've got the answers from our uh, first four-word Friday. I guess. I'm just going to call it that. Yeah, why in not? In forever. I mean, there was a Friday between the time that we announced the topic and awesome. are talking about it. So it can be a forward I Friday, should have posted so. it on the Friday just to make it officially a forward Friday. Yeah, but Brando would have been mad because that would have been that like have four wait. days. Yeah, and if we do a topic, we need to post it right away. He would know? have texted, emailed, and Facebook messaged me his answers. Yeah, and you deserve all that. And then he would tell us that he could... You know, put it up faster than you can because he could. (laughs) That's right. He keeps threatening. I will do your job for you. (laughs) That's right. I'm just going to take over. Because Luke can't handle it anymore. Tell Naomi I got you. Yeah. And I'll just do it. He's so fed up listening to him. I'd be fed up with you too, you know? (laughs) We're kidding. Get with it. If you don't know, we're just, we're kidding, of course. Yeah. We love Brando. Uh, So we've got the awesome answers for Four Word Friday. Four words that you never want to hear when you're at sea. And uh, did you happen to look at any of them? I have not looked at a single one. I wanted it to be an awesome surprise. Oh, man. they oh, We've got some good ones. We've got some right. good ones to get to. Plus a really cool review, Saving Private Ryan. Naomi had never seen Saving Private Ryan, and I am really, really excited to get to the review because, again, I was right there when she was watching it, so, you know. But I also am really excited to get to our, uh, our review questions at the end of the review because there's a couple of those um, especially interested in the answers too so okay. uh that's uh, all coming up in a couple of minutes but uh i guess first we get to uh the random facts all right oh and quickly uh gonna be a couple of weeks before the next show but if you're following us on all the socials we'll let you know when the next show is coming of course we'll give you that heads up and check out the tiktok for a new universal yums review in the next couple of days that's right all right now we can do some random facts your weekly dose of did you know I think a couple of these are pretty cool, reading through these earlier. Did you know the ginkgo is the oldest surviving tree species? Yes, I did. 200 million years it's been on the planet. I didn't know it's been that long, but I only know that because there's a ginkgo tree in Clinton, New York, I believe it is. (laughs) And I remember writing a story about that when I was on Light 98. There you go. And I went and I checked it out and everything and i was like oh this is cool so yes i did know that actually the uh, the ginkgo 200 million years that's mm-hmm. uh that's even before the dinosaurs kids mm-hmm. crazy uh did you know the nba all-star game and i know you won't know this but this year had a final score of 184 to 175 that's okay. become they don't play defense anymore just at all yeah uh, but the last time a team scored under 100 points in the nba all-star game 1973. Wow. <laughs> they just right. have never played defense in the All-Star game, apparently. Did you know in most Spanish-speaking countries and Greece, for some reason, Friday the 13th is not an unlucky day? So just a normal day to them. Hmm. Tuesday the 13th is the unlucky day. Really? 
That's just weird. I have a weird uh, <laughs> suspicion, superstition, whatever you want to call it. I don't like Wednesday the 13th. Why? I don't know. I've always had bad luck on Wednesday the 13th. What the hell? How You must have, because how else would you remember? That I don't like Wednesday the 13th. Exactly. Um, but Friday the 13th has never been a thing that I've ever been worried about. But I love getting behind the hype of, ooh, it's Friday the 13th. Oh, yeah, that's fun. Right? Like, I who mean, doesn't? Yeah. Come on. Oh, like, it's that's, a full moon. Yeah. You know? Like, that's half of the reason why we do the stuff that we do. Yeah. You know? It's just it's because it's just always been that way. And sometimes yeah. it's kind of fun to get into the drama yeah. a but little bit. But Tuesday the 13th, that's interesting. I wonder why. Yeah, so Tuesday the 13th for the Greeks and uh, – most Spanish-speaking countries. So if I've we ever, got some questions. Next Spanish-speaking country we visit, we'll have to ask them, too. Uh, in Italy, I believe next year. I was just wondering that. Are you thinking Panama? Yeah. Yeah, but I couldn't remember. I'm, I'm like, pretty sure they, they speak Spanish. Because I was going to look it up and see if I could jump on the Duolingo. And maybe. Man, we sound real dumb right now. <laughs> I mean, whatever. I've never been there. How the hell would I know? Yeah, you know, we never looked up that kind of stuff. Also never looked it up. Yeah. So, all right, in Italy, <laughs> Friday the 17th yeah. is the unlucky day. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought you were making a joke. No, okay. no, for real. That's what this says anyway, according to these rando facts. Friday the 17th? Friday the 17th. We had one of those this month. Last week. Yeah. Uh, St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. How the hell can that be unlucky? Mm. Luck of the Irish. It cancels out, you see. Uh, no, it doesn't. No. Well, it does in America because we don't care. Uh, did you know the movie Frozen? is based off Hans Christian Andersen's story, The Snow Queen. No. I don't know anything about Frozen. I, me either. I am not surprised at all because Disney got all their stuff from Hans Christian Andersen or the uh, Brothers Grimm and all those stuff. Yeah. Um, but Disney has been trying to make that into a movie on and off since the 1930s. Wow. So, it, I mean, it's new, but wow, interesting. Uh, and finally, did you know... The first two Super Bowls were not officially called Super Bowl. Okay. The uh, official name was AFL-NFL World Championship Game. Okay. But fans, of course, called it the Super Bowl so Yeah, because it doesn't really ring, yeah. you it's know? Kind of a mouthful. Uh, yeah, so the fans loved it so much. By the third one, they just went with Super Bowl, and the rest is everything you know. Yeah. The Super Bowl. So there you go. Your weekly dose of Did You Know, some random facts. I don't know. Impress your friends. I, yeah, why not? Forget immediately? That's more likely. Some random facts to forget immediately. All right. Uh, let's see here. This is cool. It's There's all these TikTok life hacks that are happening now. I mean, it, they're old life hacks, but now the kids are discovering them, so they're sharing them on TikTok. Also because, hey, let me make a video of this. Of course. Yeah. Which sometimes that's cool because, you know, hey, here's this thing we've heard about forever, but I'm going to do it. Yeah. You know, so... I mean, I get it. But. Sometimes it's dumb, but yeah. <laughs> anyway, the new one is how to remove a Band-Aid without hurting yourself. Okay. Right. So before your choices were slow and painful with the Band-Aid or really fast and painful. <laughs> so now the hack, and I'm telling you, because if it happens, we got to remember to try this. Okay. You know, the command strips. Yeah. We've used a ton of those over the years and all of that. And you know how you get those off the wall. You hold on to the thing, and then you pull that tab nice and slow, and it stretches out, and it just pulls. So same thing with the Band-Aid. Like, you get under a little bit so where you can get a bit of a grip, and then and you, you just... you start pulling it? You start pulling it. And apparently all, you know, there's a ton of people on the videos. Maybe they're lying or something like that. I mean, I can see it. You know, stretch out that 
sticky stuff and all that to let go of any skin or hair. It kind makes of, sense. It does a little bit, yeah. right? And then um, somebody said they tried it on a super hairy arm and it still worked. Gross, but okay. Great. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. It's a yeah. bummer of a, of a visual, yeah. Yeah. But it's so, think about it. Next time one of us has to use a Band-Aid, hopefully we can remember to give that a shot. I might just try it. What just the hell? try it for fun? Yeah. Yeah. Just cut myself and then put a Band-Aid on. Well, you could just put the Band-Aid on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I saw this list. I actually, this was going around uh, some radio stuff the other day. And I saw this and I said, oh, I can't wait to talk about this on the show. Okay. There it has been. Sorry, that was a yawn there. Oh, wow. Like... Is that is it that boring? No, no. I'm just, uh, I'm tired and. Checked out? About... Yeah, I'm checked out. All right. I'm sorry. Anyways, you found this list. Well, welcome to the show. Thanks. Thanks. I'm here. <laughs> so this It's list... nice to be here. <laughs> this list is, uh, I think it's a BuzzFeed, BuzzFeed like poll or some junk that they did okay. and whatnot. But they asked a bunch of couples about the more unique relationship rules that they have. Okay. And not like, we never go to bed angry, because that's not unique. That's just like a thing. Don't yawn while doing a podcast together. Yeah, you get the stink eye pretty bad. That's right. Could you guys feel that? Like, Luke was giving me the stink eye. Yeah. Thanks for coming. I know you guys can uh, feel it when I do it. Sorry, Naomi couldn't be here tonight, everybody. Hey, I'm here. Just (laughs) at like 20%. So, uh... Uh, unique relationship rules, okay? okay? Someone asked couples to share theirs, and they've, you know, aggregated the most unique. So I wanted to throw some of these out there. She just cannot stay awake. Her eyes are drooping. No, Head's they're not. Head's tilting to the I'm side. Fine. <laughs> so whisper fights. That's weird. Okay, what? Uh, when things get heated, you're only allowed to whisper. I don't see it staying that way, though. Well, you're, it, you have to really adhere to the rules, especially when you're angry. You Like, I just... Stop falling asleep while we're recording. (laughs) (laughs) I I suppose it could be worse. (laughs) I got nothing. So it's supposed to break the tension because it's hard to take yourself too seriously if you're whispering. Yeah, but I feel like I'd just get mad and just go from whispering to talking quietly to talking to talking loudly. And it would just escalate, I imagine. And then you have to go, whoa, 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 hold on. Hang on, you're not whispering. And then you're just going to get more mad. Listen here, buddy. I'm trying to make a point. Yeah. (laughs) Stop whispering into the microphone. I hate that. Uh, The next one, mid-argument, I love yous. So if you, you know, decide to storm out of the room or whatever, you have to say I love you first. Okay. That's pretty good. It's funny anyway. That would be like, you know, hard to do in the, the heat of the moment when you're mad and you're trying to storm out of the room. To just be nice for a second? Because nobody is nice when they're mad. I love you, and I'm sorry I called you a pain in the ass, but that's what you are sometimes, but I love you. I'll be back. That's right. <laughs> uh, so these aren't all just argument stuff and, right. and like that. How about uh, separate groceries? You can still share things like milk and butter and bread, I guess, but otherwise you go to the store yourself and you buy whatever you want. Some people said this is actually a relationship rule or thing that they do. I can see it working for some people. Um, being a penny pincher, absolutely not. <laughs> like, there is no way. Oh, yeah. No, definitely not. It just wouldn't work for You us. bought how much steak? That's right. Oh, my God. Yeah. I can see the stink eye then. 
yeah. <laughs> absolutely. The situation didn't even happen, and I'm giving you the stink eye over it. Oh, my God. No, definitely not for us anyway. Definitely yeah. not for us. But, but separate I can groceries. See, I can see it working out for a lot of people. I just it's, – it's so atypical that it just blows my mind kind of. It's hard to wrap my mind around. Like, yeah. really? You... Plus, I hate going to the grocery store. I ain't going by myself. Right. Like, but are they not eating meals together? <laughs> or is it like, no, I'm having steak. You have whatever you want. Yeah, I That's don't know. also bleeping weird. I don't know. Uh, no checking in is another one. Checking in? Yeah, zero pressure to call or text when you're out of town or away all day. I just don't like that one because, you know, don't you miss the person that you love? Yeah, who the hell has these rules people that just like is are these arranged marriages <laughs> are they just be. straight up marriages of convenience you i know? don't know Th that's just weird um they're not allowed to get offended or upset either if you don't call if you're out of not allowed to get upset how the hell can you make that a rule that's I just a doomed to fail yeah i would be upset if i was you know out of town for work or something and you didn't call or text to check in i'd be like what am I, chopped liver? I'd be so mad. <laughs> That's definitely not for us. Yeah. Absolutely not for us. On-demand makeout sessions. How about that? That's an, uh, a tense rule there. I'm for it. Anytime you can say, I need 30 seconds, and they have to give you 30 seconds of uninterrupted kissing. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, for us, we are very joined at the hip, so that you know, that's uh, all right. Uh, a chicken nugget tax is another unique relationship rule on the list. So... This says, if either of you make them, and I suppose, or buy them, you have to bring one nugget to the other person before you eat any. This is, again, are you not eating at the same time? I guess. Or if one person made, like, a handful of chicken nuggets for a snack, maybe it's like, hey, I brought you one, too. And I can't even say that that's absurd, because that's basically our bacon rule. If, yeah. If I'm cooking bacon. It's a bacon tax I, instead of chicken nuggets. I do not eat a piece of bacon without giving Naomi half because it's That's bacon. Right. It's just, it's not, I'm not going to have her turn like around and go, what the hell are you doing? I'd be so mad. Yeah. So I feel like, yeah, this is kind of along the same line. So we found one. Yeah. We found one that we think is semi-okay. Maybe the making out one too. I'm with that. Yeah. Uh, living in separate homes. That's just, abs I, I'm, th these are gonna, one of these going to make me drop an F-bomb. Not that it's illegal, but I just don't want to. But living in separate homes, how ridiculous. So what happened is this is just one couple, apparently. They bought a duplex instead of a house. So they both have, quote unquote, their own space. But why even be married? Yeah. Or why even be a couple? Right. I don't know. Money, maybe? I guess, right? Taxes? You really good at that or something? Uh, having all your big fights over tech text this is obviously like a gen z or maybe even a millennial thing or this something sounds like, like a horrible idea it's a dumbass idea because you cannot understand context and text and it is much easier to misunderstand and go the, the negative way than it is to go oh no they meant that as sunshine yeah. and roses you know whoever wrote that one wanted people to fight it's They're says, like <laughs> try this they claim it forces you to slow down and respond without blurting stuff out in anger. You know, no. you type a bunch of things out, then you delete it, you type it again, you delete it, and all that stuff. Also, it creates a paper trail so you can prove what someone did or didn't say. And it just that's a that, toxic relationship. Yeah, that does not sound healthy at all. Absolutely not. Wow. Uh, how about this one? Never seeing or dealing with each other's families. You can absolutely just abstain from saying anything about <laughs> 
Um, I think I got a text message. Let me check. <laughs> Hold my on, phone I got a, real quick. She's got to yawn several times. Yeah, yeah. For yeah a give second. me a second. So it includes going to family functions alone, and even holidays like Christmas. We're just kidding, Mom. She likes you. Don't worry <laughs> about it. Don't call. It was a joke. Uh, so never seeing or dealing with each other's families, family functions, holidays, even Christmas. Yeah, I actually, I, I don't like that. Like when you marry somebody, you know, you get the family too. Oh yeah. Full package. For sure. I like the families around Christmas and stuff. It's, it's it's family. What the hell? That's what that's for. I get if you cut like somebody out where you're like, yeah, I just, I cannot deal with that person. And I've heard, you know, horror stories of, you know, I don't know, father-in-laws or mother-in-laws that are handfuls and all of that kind of stuff. But to go, hey, no, I'm spending Christmas with my family. You go do whatever you want to. It's just kind of weird, you know? A lot of toxic things. A lot lot of unhealthy, uh, for lack of a better term. Unhealthy. I don't like toxic. Unhealthy. I don't know. Some of of those were pretty toxic. A lot of unhealthy behaviors there. But there's one left. And this one is, I don't know, the best one, the most hilarious one. You be the judge. But I absolutely think this is just, it just makes me laugh. You can only fight naked. So when things get heated, you have to. You literally have to take off all your clothes. Oh, it's getting hot. Okay. Strip down before you can continue arguing. I, I want I, I want somebody to tell us that they did this. I don't want to see anything. No, we don't need video evidence. I would Just lo- do it and let us know how it worked out I for I would you. love to hear that somebody was like, you know, we started fighting. and Because wouldn't it stop you fighting? I mean, at the very least, you're just going to giggle at each other or some junk like that. Cause it's I don't just, know. You, <laughs> no, no, socks too. You start arguing about that instead of whatever you're fighting about the first time. Oh, man, that is great, All I can think about is, like, there was some joke, meme, something that went along or was going all over the Internet, whatever, um, about, like, if someone broke into your house and you were supposed to, like, just strip down because nobody's going to (laughs) fight a naked person. Yes, that is a great idea. That's all I can think about with this. And I'm just like, I... There, there might be something actually there. At the very least, it's hilarious. It is. It is just a hilarious visual. It's so funny to think of just anybody. But I'm pretty sure if I was mad about something, that is not happening. Like, I am, mm, nope, nope. I don't care if we agreed to it beforehand. I'm mad now, so I'm not doing it. Well, then there's that. But, yeah. you know, that makes you just sane, I guess. That's all. Like. Yeah, because I'm not a crazy person. I'm not going to lose all my clothes because I'm angry right now. Some of these, I feel like, uh, were suggested by people. Not that they actually have done them. Because yeah, I they're, can see that. They're pretty, most of them, all of them are pretty stupid. I don't even know. but uh, They're out there. I had to throw them out there. Get your thoughts on a couple of them. Especially uh, all of them. Just yeah. all of them. Because just, oh my God. The dealing with the families one. and Oh man, bunch of dumb stuff. Yeah. But I love it. Anyway, that's it for uh, our our nonsense for the week, except for our answers. I'm really excited about this. Four words that you never want to hear at sea. I don't know if I want to actually hear any of these answers. I'm excited. I'm afraid, like, I know some will be funny and great, but I'm afraid one of them is going to just, like, trigger me somehow, and now I'm going to have another irrational fear to deal with because 
somebody had a forward Friday that was just <laughs> awesome. Time, the whole time she's going to just have those four words repeating. Yeah. That's what you're worried about. Oh, oh, yeah. And then it'll be like day four on the cruise. And you'll be like, how come you haven't slept? I'll be like, because. And I'll say the four words. I only dog paddle. Yeah. That's, that's the right. first one. That's from Snowman. All right. Four words you never want to hear when you're at sea. Let's see how freaked out. Uh, we can or can't get. All right. Because, I mean, it's not like they wouldn't freak me out, too. I only dog paddle Andre the Giant from uh, The Princess Bride, of course. And then Snowman put up the gif of Andre. I only dog paddle. That's but right. That's how I read it was in Andre's voice, too. So uh, let's see here. Uh, no, we're not talking about that one. David says, thought Titanic was bad. Oh, my goodness. I don't like I mean, that one. That just... <laughs> escalated right is just, our boat gonna break into three pieces instead of two? Zero to a hundred right off the bat uh more princess bride from snowman those are shrieking eels definitely right. i wouldn't want to hear that no i mean those things are real what the hell um dallas says here comes the kraken yeah definitely don't want to hear that i love it i yeah. love it uh david palmer says welcome to the titanic you guys with the Titanic already. Honestly, got yeah, more. I'm glad we haven't watched that like any time, any time ever. At all, <laughs> like, yeah. But especially before going on this cruise. I just don't want to think about that. I am that was a big boat going down. At all of the Titanic references. I don't know if I'm really amazed by it, but I, you know. I didn't think we were going there. Uh, Juan's got a good one. Juan has a couple, as Juan always did. Mm-hmm. Was put like. 40 up there yes so Juan's back oh Juan says the captain is missing um <laughs> that's a front that's runner a little, for my favorite yeah already. that's a little unsettling the and captain is missing somehow believable <laughs> you know what I mean no no that shouldn't be believable at all yes <laughs> doesn't he have security and stuff I, like I imagine he's got a gun I know I don't <laughs> know taking the captain this is my boat now. Isn't that what that one guy does? I'm the captain now. That's what it is. This <laughs> Look is at my me. boat now. <laughs> Close enough. Oh, man. Steven says, oops, iceberg, dead ahead. That yeah. would definitely be an oops because we're headed south. Yeah. You start seeing uh, icebergs, I'm going to get worried. And Yikes. cold. And cold, yeah. No. that's more. I'm more worried about being cold. than. I think so, yeah. Uh, Mark says, Look, Mom, a whale. <laughs> I think, can you explain this? You don't want to hear somebody say that when you're on the boat, referring to you. Oh, yeah, no. Look, Mama Whale. Yeah, I definitely don't want to hear that. She really went outside the box with that one. I was thinking about, like, look, there's a whale over there. That'd be cool. I'm going to take pictures of it. It took me a minute. Not realizing that we're talking about um, people on the boat Nailed it, Mark. I love that one. Ernest says we're in deep shit. Yeah, I don't want to hear that. Definitely not. I don't want to hear that from anybody. I just, n- no. Definitely not. <laughs> I don't want to hear your personal problems. I don't want to hear it coming from the captain. Like, just no. <laughs> Snowman's got a couple. Do you swim well? Don't ask. And we're out of ranch. Well, yeah, I'd be kind of bummed. I definitely, oh, what if the ranch is bad? No ranch on the cruise ship. You think I can bring my own Hidden Valley? Oh, no. Yeah, probably, right? If you can bring a bottle of wine, I think they'll be okay if you brought a bottle of Hidden Valley Ranch. I would hope so. Might be something to consider. See if Royal Caribbean even uses Hidden Valley. Maybe they're a uh, wishbone, you know, company, so they can't have Hidden Valley on there because it's a competitor or some junk. Right. Sorry, that's a carnival thing. Or 
if it's like they make their own ranch and it just happens to not be tasty. There could be there could be issues here. Oh, I would laugh so hard. We're going on a cruise ship. We're all excited about the food we're going to eat. We're going to have some different stuff. Eat you know differently than normal. But you got to have the ranch. Can you imagine me showing up to the dinner table every night and just <laughs> <laughs> laying down that bottle of Indian Valley Ranch? That's how loud it would be, too, because the freaking thing from Costco is huge. Oh, that's the one I just was going with. Yeah. Ramp. Absolutely. I brought the ranch. Anybody need some? Only take a little bit, though. This got to last me all week. Wearing overalls and a straw hat as you walk up as nah, well. No, nah, I'll be dressed <laughs> oh fancy. Oh, my God. Uh, Ernest, again, says, swim or drown, people. Yeah, I don't want to be hearing that. <laughs> just graphic, you know? Yeah. Just, uh, another one from Ernest. Send out an SOS. Oh, yeah. Don't, don't want to hear that. Nope. Relika says the toilets have stopped working. Huh. That, do you remember that happened that one cruise ship got stranded? I think it was down by Miami. And they were just dead in the water for a few days. Okay. I remember this had to be like 2012 or something like that. It was a big story. But everybody got off the boat and we were like, nah, it was cool. I mean, we all just kind of like camped out. It was fun. But the news was trying to make it like a big deal. Yeah. It was so funny. Uh, Brian says, nope, that doesn't make sense, Brian. I have no idea what the hell that means. I think he's replying to another comment. Comment. You know how that happens. Mm-hmm. Ernest, no. Yeah, because all of a sudden then Facebook doesn't put it in order. It puts yeah. it as most relevant. No, it's not relevant if you didn't put it in order. Right. Right. Exactly. Uh, where is it? Where'd it go here? Ernest says, no hookers aboard ship. I think that's fine, <laughs> you know. For you, Ernest, that's what you definitely don't want to hear when you're at sea, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> Ernest. Mark, it's nice to see that things have not changed. <laughs> Absolutely. Mark says, there's no room, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. I mean, sorry. Yeah. yeah. You could have, I didn't, you know, I, I don't know. You guys have to go Disney Cruise. That's right. They're another Disney uh, cruise people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ernest again. The captain is drunk. And that's a whole thing. Uh, well, um, We're not. I, uh, I don't want to hear that. But I mean, a big boat in the middle of nothing. I feel like we'd be all right if he's drunk. It's not like he's going to hit a rock. Remember that or one? Hit an iceberg. We're heading south. What was it? The coastal Concordia that sank. But that was Mediterranean Sea. I'm pretty sure that captain was loaded. Well, you said Mediterranean Sea, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's rocks and stuff in there. That makes sense. And, you know, sunken Greek ships or some junk like that. I don't know. <laughs> just making it up as you go? <laughs> yup. My mom says, get your life vests on. Ooh, it's just too yeah, real. It's no, just too real. No. Uh, Ralph says, they tested COVID positive. Oh, my god. That's goodness. way too real, too. Yeah. Like, I almost didn't want to read that because it's too, like, you know. Come on, Ralph. You, well, no, because we get the little we get the little um, health check and all that before we even board the ship. But yeah, <laughs> thanks, Ralph. Worst one of the day. That's right. We're taking away one of your listener of the days from New Mexico. <laughs> Hit him right where he lives. That's right. Uh, my mom again says we're taking on water. Oh gosh, have you ever seen the video where that happens? No. <laughs> It's like a cruise ship, and I don't know. Uh, no. I don't know where the water came from. Maybe like a toilet overflowed or something. But there's like a decent amount of water, and they're trying to like scoop it out of this main area where everybody is. It don't look like, over here! Don't look over here! <laughs> it was like very panicked, oh like God. you know. And people are just standing around oh. filming this. It I'm probably second was. guessing everything right now. It probably now. was toilet water, you know. And Jennifer says all plumbing backed up. 
Yeah, I think that'd just be more gross than anything else. Yes. Juan again says you're not licensed, Captain. <laughs> as long as you can go, you know, from point Straight. A to B. Yeah. Keep it in between the navigational beacons. And like, well, I don't know. If they're not licensed, that means they can't pull up to the port very well. They're probably going to end up taking out boats and the dock and a whole bunch of well, stuff. Well, if we stay so. in the middle, we'll probably be okay. And oh, us. Yeah, physically, we're fine. Inflatable slide yeah. off the side or something. Oh, like yeah, that. that's fine. I just meant our boat probably won't be okay. That'll be a bummer. Um, last thing you want to hear when you're at sea, Paul says, Kiff, inform the crew. Yeah, I definitely do not want to hear You don't want to know Zap Brannigan's there. That's a Futurama reference for the uninitiated. That means that the whole ship is going down, you know. They're just... Yeah, Zap Brannigan's no good. No bueno. Yeah. Uh, Mark again says, don't swallow the water. Okay. Okay, yeah. Okay. Troublemaker. Uh, let's see. Snowman says, Luke and Naomi overboard. <laughs> love you, bye. <laughs> you love you, bye, too. <laughs> well, he was supposed to. That was part of the rules. Oh, man. Supposed to end every uh, comment with love you, bye, now. That's right. Yeah. Love you, bye. Bonus points. Ernest says, grab a life vest. My dad's being a wise guy. He says, we're down one engine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's because that's a thing. Yeah, that is a thing. I uh, broke the news to Luke about that. Um, by the way, it should be fixed. Oh, really? Yes. So, and it's not necessarily the engine. I don't know how it works. I don't know cruise talk and all of that. But it's got like a couple different engines, basically what's propelling the boat. Um, and, you know, sometimes they go down, which isn't the end of the world it really isn't that big of a deal they'll still take the cruise ship out and everything it just means sometimes that the cruise ship has to go slower and if it goes slower that means sometimes you miss certain ports or excursions get canceled and things like that so we had heard a couple of weeks ago that this had happened on the boat that we're going to be going on and they basically canceled like the florida stop they canceled the excursions in Florida. They were still stopping in Florida, but it was going to be only for a couple of hours and then head to the Bahamas, and they were going to try to get this fixed. And I'm like, man, we got like two weeks. I'd be it okay with be that, fixed. though. Who, who the hell needs to go to America's basement? Mm, I don't know. It's, it's damp and full of bugs, right? Uh, you know? Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. We can get to Florida anytime. But last I heard that uh, the itinerary for the latest group to go on our boat um times have not changed so they got everything fixed cool and it's good to go sounds good they know what they're doing i uh, hope so i didn't uh i didn't doubt them for a second there well done yeah. royal yeah. caribbean i'm with you uh, i'll hail our overlords royal caribbean <laughs> that's right <laughs> royal caribbean then ai yeah it'll go like that um let's see here one again any extra captains on board oh, yeah man. i don't want to hear that my mom says no alcohol on board I want to be on this cruise ship. Yeah, Just we already, saying. We already bought the package. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's unlimited on Royal Caribbean, apparently, too. I looked that up. Had to. Yeah, absolutely. Because some of them, their uh, deluxe drink package or unlimited drink package does actually have a limit. Royal Caribbean has decided, nah, you don't need a limit. It's fine. Good, it's cool. going to be stringing a cooler behind the ship, you know? Yeah, that's fine. Fishing it up. and A lot of people <laughs> do that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, Ralph says, we've lost all communication. Oh, yeah, I do not like that at all. As long as we can see. Uh, Ernest just says, we're going down. <laughs> Straight into the point. Straight into the point. But again, do you want to hear that? No. Oh, man. Uh, 
Juan says, I'm the captain now. Nice. Dorsey. Good to hear from Dorsey. Says, yeah. launch the lifeboats. Aye. Man overboard. Port slash starboard side. So pick one. Yeah. Uh, dead in the water and we're quarantined in port. That last one hurts. Especially in port. Like, <laughs> I'm just going to hang out here. I, I can't get off the boat. I can't do anything. I'm just quarantined. They're all kind of freaky, too. Yeah. You know, launch the lifeboats, man overboard. I don't want yeah. any of those things. Yes, all the last things we want to hear when we're at sea. Yeah. Uh, Brando says those were literally the words I heard. The seafood was bad. Ooh. He says almost everyone on his cruise got food poisoning. Oh, my gosh. That one, I think, scared me the most. I'm not going to lie. Bad seafood. Aren't they just fishing while we're going? That's what I thought. You know, apparently not. Just drag the nets. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) That one, I think, really actually hit me the worst. Yeah, that is. That one hurts. I don't. Uh, Juan says. Can you imagine sitting there going, okay, am I getting motion sickness or food Uh sickness? Like, what is that drunk? Or that, you know. It's what what actually ails me oh, here. Oh no! Wow, now to be terrified. That the most that that has scared me the most officially. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh no! Juan says iceberg. Iceberg, not lettuce. Oh come on! <laughs> nice Juan. <laughs> uh, Paul says, "Is anyone a doctor?" Ooh, yeah. Don't want to hear that. Don't want to know what emergency is going on. Just now. Uh, Ernest and Paul with the love for Forward Friday. We all miss it for sure. Yeah. Uh, Todd says. Port of call has been canceled. He put Ooh, port of yeah. call as one word. Yeah, sometimes you got to bend the rules. Hyphenated. Yeah, makes sense to me. Sure. Uh, is that a water spout? Ooh, yeah. I don't want to be seeing one of those. Yeah, that's a that good one, That seems possible, nice too. Wow. Uh, anyone seen the captain? <laughs> Apparently, this is a thing. <laughs> yeah, captain just wanders off. Oh, my gosh, what if he's the one overboard? We got a problem. And then he says, anyone got the directions? <laughs> yeah, keep going straight. We'll be fine. And Todd follows the uh, the rules, too. Love you, bye. Nice. He Bonus points. In his uh, in his comment there. So let's see. We've got uh, a couple of more, but these are from Brian over in England. Brian's been, right. on, Brian's been on holiday, using up his holiday allowance, as he put it, okay. which just makes me absurdly jealous. Yeah. Ours is uh, vacation days and... I don't know. Holiday allowance just sounds better. I don't even want to know how many uh, Brian gets a year. Yeah, I don't want to know. Please don't tell us. I mean, I'm kind of curious, but don't tell us. Please Uh, don't tell us. So he says, drink, eat, massage, and be merry. Just wishing us a good time. Yeah. And here are his uh, his four-word answers. Arrived late, no ship. Aww. How about this? In honor of doing uh, the review of The Sixth Sense last week. Yeah. I see dead passengers. Oh, my gosh. Brian went dark, too. Yeah, I don't like that one. Oh, man, my cabin is flooding. Uh, yeah, definitely don't want to. Nope. And, like, that just, you know, the ship taking out water is one thing, but your cabin, man, that really, you really brought that home, Brian. Wow. Yeah. Non-alcoholic beverages only. Yeah, not not here for that. And this one, he, uh, he just was reaching out across the pond to... Uh, to get Naomi here. Massage has been canceled. Aw, yeah. <laughs> I would be so bummed. I'd be like, you have to give me my money back and then some because you <laughs> broke some. my heart. It's oh, a pain man. and suffering, you know? Uh-huh. You had to like at least double my money. Awesome. Something. Awesome, awesome, awesome answers. All yeah, of them. some great answers. <laughs> that um, seafood getting sick one, like that. Uh, that is now a fear. 
Thanks a lot. That is rough. Brian's were, were real. The, the cabin one, like, I have anxiety about now. Mm-hmm. I, don't, <laughs> I don't. I don't know exactly how high up we are on the boat, but I'm pretty sure if our cabin is taking water, the boat is going under. Yeah. Like, we're done. If our cabin's taking on water, we should have been off that thing for a while. Yeah. Anyway. What are um, we clinging to, you know? The, uh, the bathroom ones are equally horrific, of course. I can only imagine. Uh, the captain is missing. It's just. Who knows where he went? Is it like a um, murder mystery dinner theater? No, I was going a completely different way with this. Okay. Of like co-pilot and pilot. Do we have a co-captain? Yes. Because if that's the case, then I don't care that the captain is missing. Someone else can take charge. There's it's cool. like 14 people up there. Yeah, so it's cool. Like the captain hangs out and watches everybody else drive. Yeah. You know, and he's like goes to dinner and stuff. Yeah. So that you know, we'll be fine. It's a prestigious thing. I think. I don't know. You watch too many movies, I, I watch, think. Yeah, I do. I watch yeah. way too many. Bob's Burgers. I blame that one. Yeah, where the, the uh, captain is sitting down to have dinner with everybody. That's where all my knowledge comes from. Titanic and Bob's Burgers. Yeah, I don't think so, those are reliable sources. Probably not, eh? No. no. <laughs> all right. So uh, that was great. Keep them coming. You know, we'll be on vacation. We're not going to do a, uh, a homework topic for the next couple of weeks because we'll be gone. No. Uh, if we come up with something, we'll throw it up before we do our next recording. We have a couple ideas in the hopper. Oh, yeah. I just, you know, didn't have the motivation to do anything because I was like, yeah, if we put something up now, by the time we get back, we'll be like, ah, we haven't looked at that in so long and all of that. That's one of the things, too, is, you know, being we're going to do our best to unplug and all of that stuff. So, yeah, um, we will miss you all to death, though. Of course. For sure. But check out the TikTok and whatnot. We got a couple things for there and and, uh, we will probably drop a picture or two on the Facebook page at some point. And I have started to catch up the YouTube channel as well. No way. I have. I've got uh, up to, I think, episode 33. I think uh, Brandon threatening to take your job has oh, made yeah. you step step up your game. Oh, absolutely. He Totally. I could hear the footsteps and feel him breathing down my neck and all uh-huh. that stuff. So I had to get that done. Up to episode 33 as we record episode 40. Ah, so close enough. We'll see what I can get done the rest of this week. But uh, we've got all that going on. Don't forget to check out all of the socials and everything like that. But. Without further ado, let the sound run a little bit longer to cover up that yawn. It wasn't a yawn. I was looking at my notes. I was taking a deep breath. I was. I was just making sure I had enough oxygen because um, this movie was a long one. Oh, yeah. We did uh, Saving Private Ryan this week, as you know, you all know already, but uh, it, it was a longer movie. I, did you expect it to be that long? Uh, no. Nope. So... It was. It's still Saving Private Ryan. It's such a great flick. An- another one of these were like a great excuse for me to watch it again. I haven't seen it in, man, in forever. So yeah. a lot of fun to watch again. I am so excited to get to the review questions at the end and get some of those answered. And uh, I have a bonus question I'm going to answer with those too. But without further ado, take it away. The review, uh, the Under a Rock review of Saving Private Ryan. All right. First of all, I want to say... Um, I was not good with the names in this movie. They're, tried, they're tougher names. Um, that and it was just um, watching this. I was like, well, who's going to actually survive and be a part of this story? Right. You know, um, so I was like, I am not going to get invested into basically anybody. 
because uh, I just assumed everybody was going to die. I guess I've watched too much of Game of Thrones and all of that. A, a little too much Game of Thrones, I yeah. would say. Something like that. But was I really that far off? Yeah, but yeah, we'll get yeah, there. You know. Okay, so uh, I didn't know Tom Hanks was in this movie. That's fantastic. Until uh, I saw the description when we had to buy it off Amazon. Um, <laughs> so, and I wrote on here, you know, we've watched a lot of Tom Hanks movies, you know, between Big, The Green Mile, and now this one. Um, obviously, I knew Tom Hanks was in Big, but didn't realize he was in The Green Mile or this one. So yeah, I which thought that is, was kind of funny. That is, you know, an added bonus to the Under a Rock review thing, right? The stuff that like, you didn't oh, know hey. people were in. Yeah. And, like, The Green Mile and Saving Private Ryan are two of his bigger movies. It's, you know... No, Forrest Gump is, you know? Like, that's what I know Tom <laughs> Hanks from. That's about it. Of course. But it just, it proves the under a rocketness. Yes. Yes, it does. Um, all right. So it's 1944. They're on their boats heading to Omaha Beach. Uh, there's a lot of guys getting sick, throwing up. Oh, D-Day. Uh, yeah, the D-Day landing, right? Yeah, which I get. I mean, I would be puking, too. Actually, I, I know I'd be in worse shape because uh, just, no, I'd probably die of a heart attack. I've, because I was so afraid. Um, my next notes just say these poor guys, you know, they didn't even know what hit them. You know, they're being shot at before they even get off the boat. They open, like, that door to get out, and it's just, like, it's just brutal. It is. Um, they're being shot in the water. It's such a chaotic scene. Um, and I did put that I love the camera angles through all of this. Because it helped add to the chaoticness. I mean, at one point, the camera's going through those metal, like, bars. They're called hedgehogs. Okay, the hedgehogs. You know, the camera's going through one of those. So you can't actually see what's happening, but you can hear the guns going off. You can hear the bullets whizzing by. And then all of a sudden, out of the corner of your eye, you're seeing somebody get shot. Um, does a good job of putting you in, in into the cave, like right in the middle yeah, of it. And yeah. then you're getting hit with the waves. Um, oh. And again, the, everything is just blocking your view. It was just, it was so intense and, and chaotic. And again, like just gruesome, like so many um, just dead bodies. Um, real I, pleasant, I, real pleasant episode of, of Luke and Naomi. But like. If you were there, and this, you know, my, I found that most of the time when I was doing this review, it, I was taken away from the movie so many times. And normally when you're watching a movie, that's a bad thing. Cause it's like, Hey, I'm not, you know, I've been, I know I'm watching a movie. I've been taken out of the scene, you know, whatever. But this was more of like, I was getting taken out of it and going like, Oh my gosh, like. I just cannot imagine having to see, be, even hear realistic stories of this because it was so graphic and so gruesome. And um, one of the notes I have on there is, if you were there, you must have thought that this is the end. There's no way that anyone is getting out of here alive. Um, and it's, you know, we've never had to stare death in the face like that and then keep going afterwards. So then you've got these guys that you see that, you know, a bomb just went off next to them or somebody just got shot and they're kind of in shock but still trying to find their way to where they need to go so they don't die too. And then you're supposed to press on. Like it was just, yeah. 
And this is the first 20 minutes of the movie. <laughs> and I'm already just questioning so many decisions in my life and everything. Like, it was so intense. And I, I got to say, a movie that starts like that is usually I'm, I'm out. I'm not watching anymore, anything like that. Um, when we were watching, uh, what was it? Terminator 2. I didn't like a lot of the action and all of that kind of stuff. I felt like it was dragged on and all of this kind of stuff. This not the same thing this oh, yeah. was i was staring at this it was a car accident that you couldn't look away from and realized at one point and i think that this is yeah i do have a note on here um saying that this is probably the longest fighting like combat of scenes that i've ever seen and i can't look away at the same time and i was also like clenching my jaw and holding my hands together tightly without even realizing it um it was just it was intense. Those those opening scenes, the, and it's so loud. There's so much going on. They're trying to yell to each other. I had no idea what was going on. All I know is a whole bunch of people were dying, and it just was it's just awful. So basically, that's Spielberg putting you right in the, you felt similar to the people. I mean, of course, not the same, but, you know, you got, you've, you got the effect. That's, oh yeah! I mean, yeah, he, absolutely. He, that was also their love letter. Tom Hanks, Steven Spielberg, and I'm missing a name. One of the producers. Uh, they all work uh, with Band of Brothers as well on okay. HBO. I talk about that because it is, you know, right. It's all the same. You know, of course, it's the same story. Anyway, it is like their big love letter to their parents and grandparents' generations, and and the guys who served in, yeah. in World War II and, and fought through all of that stuff, and they set out to make that as real as possible. Yeah. I remember when that movie came out, it was just a massive deal to a lot of, of vets and stuff like that. I mean, 1998, we're talking 30 years ago, right? Yeah. Or almost. And, you know, so there was a lot more World War II veterans still with us that watching that was... I remember the stories of, of some of the guys who couldn't handle it or who were just like, you know, in tears after watching it because of how real it was. So not a surprise that you react that way. Crazy. Right? Yeah, it was it was very intense. And again, something that like normally a scene like that, it's to me, it's a movie, you know, I'm not drawn into it. And this is like it drew me in and then, you know, made me start thinking about my own life and things like it got deep. It got real deep, real <laughs> yeah, fast. Yeah. Um, and then there's a moment, you know, um, after they had stormed the beach, um, and they had, I believe at this point had, had killed some, some Nazis or somebody, you know, killed some of the enemy. Um, and they had, uh, they were throwing around, um, a knife that the one guy had, they shot him and they, they stole his knife. Um, I should oh, say yeah. stole, they, whatever, doesn't matter. They took the, the knife. The youth knife. Yeah. And the one guy makes some joke about it and, you know, kind of tosses it to the side and stuff. And then he starts crying. And it was just almost this, like, shock, this this built-up emotion and all that. And it, it just hurt to see that. Yeah. It hurt to see that. And this is this is a movie. These are just actors, you know. But it, it, it felt real. Especially since the character himself is Jewish. You know, yeah. makes it all the more, and the actor who played him is Jewish as well. Yeah. So, you know, just all that very, very real. Um, next note on here is, oh my gosh, I get it. Saving Private Ryan, the fourth brother. <laughs> so we got the, the movie title there. Bam, like that. Um, seriously, though, that poor mom. Yeah. You know, yeah. all her, so I absolutely when that preacher, love those scenes. 
and the 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 army guy pull up and she falls down on the on the porch like that is just i teared up i i could not imagine that yeah um just just gut-wrenching and then my next note was i really hope they end up saving the last ryan um and then of course there's that scene where there is the um body in the water at omaha beach and the backpack says ryan yeah s ryan yeah that would have been sean but i saw that and was just like no, it's cool. It's not him. It's not the same. Right, because at this point, you didn't know. I had no idea. And all I can think about is they're going to go on this mad hunt to find this guy, and he's been here dead the whole time. And I was like, that can't be this story. It just can't. But I could see that happening, too. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, Corporal Upham? Upham. 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 Okay. Um, like I said, I'm really bad with the names in this one. Um, really seems like he doesn't know what he's doing. Seems really out of place. Um, you can tell he's probably going to be a liability on the battlefield. Yeah. He was like intelligence or something. He was not meant to go into. No, he, um, drew maps and all that and could speak German and French. He was a translator. Mm -hmm. Like that was his job. And he even mentions it that, you know, like. I, I haven't am held not, a weapon since basic. Yeah, I am not meant for this. And, you know, um, Captain Miller, Tom Hanks, is basically like, did you fire it in, in <laughs> basic training? Well, yeah. Okay, then you're fine. Then you Don't worry about it. it. Yeah, then you're fine. Now leave your typewriter here. That's right. That, that whole, whole scene thing, yeah. is just... <laughs> <sighs> but I do mention that he's going to be... I feel like he's going to be a liability on the battlefield. I don't realize how much of a liability he's going to be, but it's not the same way that I thought he was going to be. Um, of course, they need him, though, because, again, he speaks German and French. Makes sense. Um, next note here says, don't take the kid. And I, I can just oh. re-see that scene in my head. First of all, bad decision. No matter what, I get you. No. You're, you're a handful of guys. Uh, you're not even with your full group or anything. What are you going to do with this kid? That the parents gave to you because, like, here, save my my kid because we're going to die here. Like, I get what they're trying to do, but don't take the kid. I was interested in your reactions in this don't scene, take too. take the kid. Yeah. And then, what ends up happening, you know? I, Vin Diesel gets shot out <laughs> of the Vin Diesel deal. gets shot, I don't, that's right. I do not know what his character's name was. Caparzo. Okay. But I know Vin Diesel gets shot. Um... And then, of course, they but find... It, it's Vin Diesel. Yeah, it's Vin Diesel. Yeah. Um, and I was really sad with the, the letter for his dad, and there's there's blood on it and, and all of that. And it just... He's laying in the road, and nobody can do anything to, to help him. And right. it's not like they could have helped him anyways, but it's just like... They're pinned down by the sniper, so they can't get to him. They yeah. Gotta have, you know, Jackson's working his way around, so he can find a spot to take the sniper out. In the meantime, they've just got to sit there and watch And him. watch. And yeah. watch their friend die like that's messed up and you can't comfort him you can't do just oh this was a rough this was a just rough tough movie all around um next note on here can't believe they got the wrong private ryan oh the the first one that whole thing that's foobar right foobar honestly i can see it because private ryan like there's got to be 500 of them you know what i mean uh, it would only be worse if it was like John Williams or yeah. Jim Smith or some junk like that. 
But that does suck, though. You know, they they think they're at the end of their quest, basically, to find this guy, and all of a sudden, no, it's it's the wrong one. And also, you told him his brothers are dead. You know, yeah. So that's that's kind of rough. And then and then the wrong Private Ryan is like, I need to get home. You know, I I need to see that my my family's okay. And it's like, actually, no, you can't. Yeah, you're talking 1944 too. So I mean, there you can't just go. Oh, hold on, there's a phone over there. Yeah. No, they're... Mm-mm. Poor dude. Yeah. Um, so then we come along to where they're staying at the church. Uh, you can see the one guy rewriting the letter that Vin Diesel had for his dad. Um, he's sitting there by the... Oh, Giovanni Ribisi, yeah. Yeah, he's sitting there, like, rewriting it so there's not blood all over it and all of that kind of stuff, which is, you know, you only see that for a split second, which I thought that was kind of cool. Um, and then... The corporal's asking, where are you from, to Captain Miller. And Miller's just like, oh, so what's the pool up to now? Um, because everyone wants to know where he's from, and it's like this secret information <laughs> that nobody can get. Um, and it's just a really cute moment, and I like how they agreed, you know, hey, once it gets to 500, they're going to, you know, the captain will tell them where he's from, and then they can split there the go. pot, you know, split the pool, whatever. Um Next note on here, you know, the poor medic, he gets shot. Oh, he was bleeding so bad. And they're arguing about giving him more morphine. Oh, like, the Giovanni Ribisi scene, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that that was so rough. And I, they decided to give him all the morphine at the end because it's just yeah. like, just let him go. But you know? why argue? You know, he's in pain and and this is the end. As just far let as him I go know, peacefully. It was part of their training, like that each oh, man sure. should only get a certain amount. You save some for the rest and like that whole situation. But I feel that, like I think. when you actually like, if you were actually there, like most rules are going to go out the window. Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> and this is one of those where I feel like give him whatever he wants. He's about to die. Like, just let him go peacefully. And so he had been around a little bit at that point, but that movie just absolutely launched him into, you know, a bunch of stuff because after that, he was everywhere. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Giovanni, I mean, he's, he's got some good, some good movies, some good roles too that he did, especially after that. But that was so good. When he started crying out, Mama, I was like, <laughs> thank God I don't have kids because I would probably be like, look, you're not allowed to leave the house ever again. Yeah, right. um, we're going to do everything as a family. Like, <laughs> I can't ima- imagine any moms watching this movie. I can't imagine any moms who have sons that have gone into um, oh, yeah. any part of the army. Or overseas yeah, and stuff. like... That, I just, I can't. Heck no. Yeah. Um, all right. So then we get to the part where uh, the corporal doesn't feel good about killing that German or French guy, oh, whoever yeah. they, he was. They take the machine gun nest, and then uh, the German guy is left over. Yeah. Um, who they believe killed the medic. Um, and he's just like, no, this is not right. Uh, you we can't do this. And I mean, that guy is trying to say, you know, I love America <laughs> and all of this kind of stuff. And like, he's begging for his life, which is what you would do. Yeah. And can you imagine being in that situation too, where you're begging for your life and just trying to get this across to people where you guys don't speak the same language. So now you got a language barrier on top of everything else. Oh, um, say, can you see? 
Oh, I say, can you see? He tried. He tried. <laughs> um, so I, I really can't imagine how any of this would go down or how you can even think straight. You know, it's one thing to uh, to kill someone before they kill you. You know, that's a you're making a split decision. If I don't pull this trigger, they're going to pull theirs. But this is like you are an enemy and I should kill you. But do I? You know, you are trying to surrender well, tough because to me right now, but face. you are the enemy. But also, we all have orders. Your orders are to kill me. My orders are to kill you. But you're not in the heat of battle. That's right. what makes it so difficult. Yes. Um, so, again, it becomes where is that line? So, can't imagine having to even make that choice. Think about it. Decision. No way, no how. That's why I was not meant for any battlefield anytime I've anything with me trying to, like, Save my own life, let alone save other people's lives. War and zombie apocalypse. I'm out. Just, Just count me out. Um, <laughs> heartbreaking when Captain Miller says, "Every man I kill, the further away from home I feel." Yeah, that was that was pretty pretty rough. Uh, so they end up burying their medic in a foreign country. I don't know why that sounds so rough and sad, but it did. You know, you see the scene of them burying him and it's like he's not going to go home um how many of them didn't yeah you know all the bodies on the beach earlier um it just feels like they can't be laid to rest so their souls are like not at peace you know it just it felt so deep in that in that moment like it just i don't know that's how i took it i felt like it was just very especially after watching the sixth sense last week you know yeah you know so Yikes. Um, <laughs> my next note says, well, now what? So this is <laughs> this is the point where they they find Private Ryan, the correct one. Um, Up near Bumville or some damn place. <laughs> Private Ryan. Yeah. Private Ryan is refusing to go with them. That's for the, well, now what there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I get that he doesn't want to leave his new brothers and that the only brothers they're the only brothers he has left his other brothers died so i get that like loyalty there like hey i am not going to leave these guys here to die this is our job i'm not going um but captain miller and the group that he's got they've suffered enough they've crossed hell basically to get to this guy and send him home and and people died over this like shut up and go home but also, no, no, I get your point. So I was very torn. Again. So you're not you're not officially scolding Private Ryan. Not officially. All right. No. It's not an official Naomi scolding. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> no, because the more uh, the more that this scene went on, I had decided that I hope they all actually stay and they hold that bridge and reinforcement comes and. You know, we can have a happy ending here. It seems like that's the smartest option anyways. You guys have already come this far. You've got now a group with you. Why head back? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, it's not going to be good. Stay here. I know it's a dangerous spot to be. But, you you know, you're, you're holding this bridge. You can actually make a huge difference. Right. Um, 
So I like their idea when they're talking about, you know, getting this tank down here. We're going to, you know, blow the treads off of it or whatever with sticky bombs. This I loved how they. sticky bomb thing. Yeah, yeah. that was, I, I liked that part of the movie that was uh, talking about like, oh, it's in the field guide. And everyone, we don't have a field guide here. Look, we're going through <laughs> war right now. I don't it have that a, handy on me. It is sort of a, and I hate to say it this way. I hope it doesn't sound as bad as i feel like it's going to sound but it's sort of a fun moment in in all the horrorness yeah it brings a little uh levity you know yeah yeah. considering that you can't really have that in this situation but it you know there's a a few moments sprinkled through this movie where you feel that where it just almost doesn't feel so horrible you know um all right so they're talking about the stick the sticky bombs to stop the tank um, I would not be okay with being in that bell tower, though. More than half of that building is gone. One shot, the whole thing's going to rattle and collapse. <laughs> well. Uh, we'll find out about that later. Um, <laughs> so then they're sharing stories, waiting for the tank, and waiting to like execute their plan. Um, Private Ryan tells a story about his brothers, and like that scene it was a lot too because he's laughing so hard he can't get the story out all the way you know when people are so involved in that story and you know they're having a moment and you're like oh, oh yeah. i kind of wish i was there because this would probably be funny to me too um and then he just stops and you knew that's when it really hit him like a ton of bricks that you know his his brothers are gone yeah not only was that the last time he was with them but that was the that's last it. time he was ever with them yeah um, so, so some really great acting in that scene. Um, the Daddy story, Damon. Yeah. The story was just like someone telling you something, again, that they thought was so hilarious, but probably only be funny to you if you were actually there. And then the realization about his brothers. And Captain Miller just saying no when he asked, um, when Private Ryan was asking about his wife in the rose bushes. And he's like, nah, that story just for me. That one's for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Pretty pretty powerful scene there, you know? For sure. For not being combative in all of that. Pretty sure. powerful scene. You know what? Uh, uh, Snowman or anybody, really, but I imagine Snowman will get to it first. Tom Hanks and Matt Damon. What else are they in together? Because I can't think of anything right off the top of my head. If I remember to look after the show, I'll know. But this is where Snowman and Brando... Everybody else comes in handy. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Because it was a hell of a scene. Yes, it really was. All right, so now we're to the battle scene. You know, uh, it seems like they're kicking butt at first, but it's just there are so many others. The enemy just keeps coming. It does seem like they've got a good handle on it at first, right? You know, and it was like, (laughs) yeah, all these guys are going down. But it's like, where do more people just keep coming from? And they're so far outnumbered. Um I knew their bell tower was going to be found out and blown to pieces. It was only a matter of time. He was such a great sniper, but it was just, they're going to know. They're going to find out eventually. And it was, as soon as you saw like that tank part moving towards them, you knew it was too late. Um, That was, that was a bummer. Um, I think all in all though, I think I felt the worst for the corporal, you know. Up him. Yeah, because he showed mercy earlier in that mo- in the movie, you know, because that German guy that he was like, we can't kill this guy, we and wanted to show mercy too. Is back, 
you know, and that was one of the arguments too. The guy said, you know, what? You're going to just let him go so he can regroup with his friends and come back and kill us? Yep. And that's exactly what happened. Comes happens. back and shoots Tom Hanks. Yeah. And it's just, you know, again, Captain Miller gets shot because of this. And then, you know, the realization with the corporal where it was just like, and he, you know, shoots the guy that he gave mercy to at first. And it was just, he walked up towards the end of the movie and he just looks like a changed person. Oh, yeah. He looks defeated. Before, he looked like this young kid who is just, you know, still innocent. and, and That's a good way uh, to put it. The um, innocence lost. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And just hit, in his eyes, it just looks dead. And, and I mean, how, you know, how many times did that happen for real? You know, in, in every war. Uh, yeah. And that's insane. They did a really good job of making you feel, understand, and, and know, you know, at least just how war is hell. Like, yeah. Know. And that's the thing. And um, I was really happy from watching this. Um, I, I hate to say it that way, really happy from watching this, um, but it brought attention to, uh, I hate to say this, I don't know a lot about World War One or Two, like barely anything. I learned some of it in school and probably lost half of that information or more. <laughs> I don't know a lot about it. Um, we get to the end scene, back to Private Ryan as an older man. Uh, and I kept getting distracted at this point by all the other crosses in the background. You know that cemetery is in France. Okay. That's why um, you see the American and French flag. Okay. I uh, did not realize that. Did not draw the connection to that. All I could see was that's a lot of crosses. And again, flashed in my mind back to the Omaha Beach scene and just how much that was so after the movie ended i ended up looking up looking it up um no to kidding. find over four hundred thousand yeah americans had died you know almost half a million americans died during this war and like worldwide the totals were like 15 million people which is absolutely insane it's yeah it was it was but this movie brought that to my attention and just made me go Huh, you know, I don't really know a lot about um, about World War II, how traumatizing it would be for anyone involved, including families that were left at home while their loved ones went off. And then made me kind of think about, you know, how many World War II vets have I met in my entire life and just, you know, had no idea. Like, that's insane. They call them the greatest generation. Yeah. Um definitely kind of humbled me a little bit. So uh, this was probably the most intense movie we watched. I mean, Green Mile is up there, but mm, no. Yeah, oh yeah this, was, this I, it has to be. It has this to was be. very intense and, again, made me question so many things in my life, including things that, like, where I get upset about something and go, hmm, is this really a big deal? Because uh, I don't have to stare death in the face. <laughs> well, you know? good, I guess. I don't know. So I, I think <laughs> I'm going to need the two weeks off that we're going to have just to process this movie. Just to process a little bit. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I apologize if that was um, kind of a, a 
long rant that probably got deeper than it needed to in some spots. Um, but that is just, that was my takeaway from the movie. That is your first watch of Saving Private Ryan yeah. in 2023. Yeah. That's why we do the Under a Rock reviews. Yeah, the, the more dramatic movies. They're going to get a little a little deeper. But I still, you know, like I say every time, or I try to every time, thank you for watching Saving Private Ryan and reviewing it for us for the first time because it is interesting seeing that point of view. So... On to the review questions. All right. I'm ready. There was uh, a point towards the end where they actually said the movie title. Did you recognize it? No. Because you didn't. And I watched you not recognize no, it. No, I didn't. I didn't want to take you out of, the, out of the moment, so I didn't point it out. I'm glad that you didn't point it out. If this is one of your first Luke and Naomi Under a Rock reviews, Naomi is absolutely tickled when they mention the title in a film. And obviously, the more slick they can pull it off the better the better but like i i got the the gist i i realized why they named it the movie right in the beginning yeah but that's still not saying the title no no so at the end uh uh, tom sizemore who we just lost a week or two ago uh the sergeant that's with tom hanks the whole time yeah he's you know you don't want to know what i think captain and then he's you know hanks says yeah actually i do they're sitting on the other side of the bridge and all that stuff and he says, well, you know, all this war and everything, if Saving Private Ryan is something good that comes out of this, and you just blew right through it. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. I can picture the entire scene in my head. <laughs> yeah, never clicked in. I, I, I did the whole, I didn't really want to turn my head because I didn't want to, you know, disrupt your, your whole flow and everything. Yeah. And so I just kind of side-eyed you and slowly turned my head about a corner. And you didn't even no, flinch. No, had there no wasn't... idea. All right, I've spent way too much time on that. Huh? Uh, the rest of your review I wonder questions. if I would have been happy or sad about that. I feel like I, in specifically for this movie, I would have been like, meh. Like, I'm not worried about it. Because I it got was, so psycho involved. It was super well done. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right, so the rest of the review questions. Okay. Uh, did you like it? Um, it was eye-opening. I can't say it's a great movie. Uh, then, then you can say yes. Okay. Because it was a lot. Yeah. It was a lot. It is absolutely a lot. That's... It was a great movie, and it was so well done. But it was a lot, and I I feel like I can't even say that I liked it because it was so eye-opening, and I just I f- feel more ashamed you know, for myself that like, geez, that you like you didn't, much? that I didn't realize that this was that bad, you oh, know? Right. Yeah. I had no idea. I, I there's really reason, felt like I lived under a rock. There's a reason that D-Day is celebrated the way it is. Because I had that's no idea. What happened. Yeah. Yeah. When, when people would mention that, you know, it's D-Day. Okay. And we landed our boats there. Yeah. That's all that's. And think about how. And I apologize, you know, to everyone who is a vet and and all of that. Like, I feel so bad that, again, I've never realized it and was just like, oh, okay, D-Day. And not realizing. Like, I feel like that's just... mm, You think of that that landing scene. Yeah. And how they, you know, our guys... I got choked up watching it last night because they didn't stop. They were getting mowed down and just chewed up, and they didn't stop. And yeah. then not only did they not stop, they took over those German fortifications. Yes. Then they took over France, and then they won the whole damn war. Yeah. So, you know, 
USA, yeah. USA, because yeah. that's, I mean, and but those were real, real life human beings who did that. This isn't, this wasn't made up or written somewhere. Right. That's heavy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Continuing on. Again, this is, this, we knew what we were getting into with this movie. Absolutely. So. What did you know about going in? And this is one of the ones that I've, I was really excited to ask you as we sat down to watch this, I realized I didn't even know, honestly, if you knew this was a war movie. Um, I did know that. <laughs> like, yes. It seemed like you knew very little, but that's I the had, whole point. But. Yeah. I had no idea that it was World War Two. I had no idea anything about this. I didn't know the storyline that, you know, hey, Private Ryan is one of, you know, a handful of brothers and they're going to go find him. Or And I had no idea any of this stuff. So all this I was know, one of the more clean slate movies we've yes, done for you. Um, wow. All I knew is... It was a war movie. Slate is a rock. Nice, nice. <laughs> you just realized that you put that pun together there. Nailed it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I had no idea anything about it, and I didn't even know, again, the um, factual parts about this stuff because that's how much I didn't know about World War II. Didn't know Tom Hanks was in it. Nope. Did you know Matt Damon was in it? Nope. Um I feel like those are the two bigger names that you didn't know Vin Diesel was in it either. Vin Diesel is another one. Yeah. I didn't realize it took me after he was in the scene a couple of times. You know, you hit pause and it shows you at the bottom who's there. On Amazon. It's called the x-ray feature on Amazon. When you hit pause, it shows you who's in the scene. Yeah. Their their character and actor names. Yeah. So it did that. And I was like. (laughs) Holy shit, it's Vin Diesel. I was like, no, it's not. (laughs) And I waited for him to talk again. I went, no, it's not. And then you talked later, and I was like, oh, okay, I guess oh, yeah. it is. Yeah. There he is. Yep. Man, I have that that scene with him trying to hand off the letter and just him saying, it's got blood on it. I, uh, that, that is just burned into my memory from that movie. Sorry, yeah. I had to share that, but let's move on. Uh, thoughts going in to watching Saving Private Ryan. It was sort of a last-minute decision, too. It was like a kind of a quick decision. So what were you thinking you know, as we sat down to watch it? Um, I thought, you know, okay, this is going to be a war movie probably going to be a confused a lot with like terminology and, and and things like that um and that was about it i i did not think that it was going to be as intense as it was um which i feel like is kind of my fault though because of how many times people have said you've never seen saving private ryan oh man you've got to watch that one all oh, the amount of times it's probably the one i've heard Probably the most for these no under under rock reviews. It's up there. Um, anytime I tell somebody that I hadn't seen that movie, they're like, "I can't believe you haven't seen that." Um, so I should have realized how how intense it was going to be and eye opening and, and all of that. All right, uh, what surprised you? Um, basically that. Yeah, it was just Tom Hanks, all of that. The... Well, that and just again, it it, it was. I almost felt ashamed how much I didn't realize like what our country had gone through, what those people had gone through. Um, and again, just change the way I think about a lot of things real fast. Crazy. Yeah. Very interesting. Very cool. Uh, would you have liked it more or less if you saw it when you were younger? And as we usually do, we try to pick a year. So I'm going to yeah. go right to 18. If I was 18 and saw this, um, I think, you know, I feel like I would have got a little bit more lost with like the, the blood and, and all of that kind of stuff where it, I wouldn't be able to 
watch the whole thing where I would just be like, oh, this is too much. Yeah, there that's, are, it's pretty intense. That's, you know, a, a lot of dead bodies. That's, you know, people getting shot, people getting shot in the head like that. I feel like that would have been too intense for me. Um, but would probably be better for me to see at a younger age, just to have, you know, this much more understanding about what happened back then. Yeah. Right. You, you yeah. Just, yeah. Kind of gloss over it when you were a kid, sort of. Yeah. Uh, favorite part? Um, a few moments, but definitely when um, the corporal and, and uh, Captain Miller are talking about the uh, the pool. In and the church? Sp- yeah, and explaining it. Um, that moment where um, Captain Miller does tell everyone that I was a school teacher, you know. It's and a great mo- or, uh, moment in that movie. Yeah. Um, so those are definitely some some big favorite moments. Um, in the beginning with the um, their plan to, you know, basically disarm this tank and all of that because it, they really were kicking butt. Like, I was so excited. I'm like, they're actually going to be able to do this. You know, they're going to go down as heroes and, and all of this stuff. I mean, they still did. But, like, that those beginning moments where you're just like, yeah, get them. Yeah, we'll show so you. You so know, you, you've you been trying to kill us for days. We got you kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Least favorite part. Oh, gosh. There was a lot of those. Um, the medic bleeding out like yeah. that was just Giovanna Ribisi's character Wade Ugh. Wade that's his name yeah and then again crying out to to mama during that that was heartbreaking anytime any of the guys would just break down and cry and then act normal I mean Captain Miller does it at one point where oh, yeah. he just moved off to the <laughs> side he's looking at the map and he starts bawling and then you know wipes his face and all right back to it like no <laughs> No, well, you yeah, can't. You're in the just, middle of a war. <laughs> no, um, of course, Captain Miller dying. That's just horrible. Um, and and really, I think the the hardest, besides the medic bleeding out, because that really was tough. <laughs> it's just tough to watch and it all was. of that. They made that uncomfortable as all hell. Um, but the the like lost innocence with the the corporal that was pretty rough because he just tried to do the right thing. You know, he showed this guy mercy, and look what happened. Look yeah. at that chain reaction, and it just, mm, that was rough. Absolutely. I think that, yeah, that was the worst. Good uh, good least favorite moments as well. Would yeah. you recommend it to somebody else who hasn't seen it Absolutely. yet? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, this is number one. Everybody has to watch this movie. Will you watch it again? Um, I probably would. Um, yeah, I, I can definitely see myself watching it again. Um, maybe anytime I start getting like a little bratty and like spoiled in my ways, I should put that wow. on to just humble myself All a right. little bit. Yeah. All right. Good. Great answer. Uh, would you stop and watch it if it's on TV? Uh, yeah, probably. Welcome to having seen Saving Private Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. Because <laughs> we all do. Yeah. Uh, and are you happy you watched it? Um, absolutely. I I cannot. I'm mad that I have not seen this before. This is probably the first movie that I'm legit mad that I have not stopped and watched this before. Um, so I, I spo- I'm going to tack on a quick other one because of your reaction to the the historical accuracy and things like that. Any interest in continuing in watching Band of Brothers now? Absolutely. Um, well, that's the answer I wanted because I love and and everybody who's listening who's seen both this and Band of Brothers knows they're fantastic. So 
Cool. Yeah, absolutely. We'll leave it, we'll leave it right there with that. Uh, again, excellent review of Saving Private Ryan. Thank you for watching it. Yeah, absolutely. And again, I do apologize if that got really heavy, but the movie is heavy and it really, that it, it was a tough watch. Yeah. It so, really was. Uh, stay tuned for the next movie. We, uh, when we return from our cruise, it'll be uh, Overboard. <laughs> Splash. Splash. <laughs> Wait, I've seen that one. We, we can't. We really should have, uh, should have gone lighter heading into the, into the, the vacation i think in retrospect but i think so but at the same time no um it has been so overdue for me to watch that movie like it that's when it came out that's it's just how it worked out yep that's just yeah. that's how life happens so that's there you right go. That's, that's right. Uh, that's naomi's under a rock review of saving private ryan thank you so much for hanging out with us for this it has been uh, extra long it's an extra long movie what can yeah you know, what can we do my notes were so long from this movie yeah it's one of the long the most notes i've seen her take too which yeah. is uh it, it, which is great yeah so all right that uh that's it for the for the under a rock review portion and uh we've got to work on wrapping up stay tuned in the next couple of weeks, again, stay on the socials. You'll see when we're uh, going to have the next episode. And you'll find out then, just like we will, what movie we're going to watch next. That's right. All right, it's time for Thought of the Day. Thought of the Day. Thought of the Day. It's your Thought of the Day. Thought of the Day. All right, this is kind of a crazy one. Um, if everything goes smoothly, you probably won't remember today. Yeah, yeah, that that kind of hurts a little bit, but it's true. Yeah, right? yeah. Let you think about that one. Let that one marinate for a little while, Excellent. as Luke likes to say. All right, all right. You know, leave us with a laugh. I'm gonna do my best to get a couple extras since we're heading into the vacation, and all since right. we want to lighten it up after uh, a nice heavy under a rock review there. Yeah. Why is Peter Pan always flying? I don't know. Because he never lands. That's stupid. That's not even funny. <laughs> you got to do better than that. What's the best way to watch a fly fishing tournament? I don't know. Live stream. That one's stupid, too. Come on, man. How many ears does Spock have? Two? Three. The left ear, the right ear, and the final front ear. That, oh my gosh. I invented a pencil with two erasers, but it was pointless. The way you're chuckling over there, stop. Like, no, that was awful. I'm reading a horror book in Braille. Something bad is going to happen. I can feel it. Oh, come on. <laughs> All right, I think I might take up meditation. I figured, hey, it's better than sitting around doing nothing. Come on. Two more, two more. Uh, what do you call an elephant that doesn't matter? I don't know. Irrelevant. How are you laughing that hard over that? That's stupid. It, it hit my ear the perfect way. That's why. Ugh. And finally, why do bees have sticky hair? Sticky hair? Yes. I don't know. Because they use a honeycomb. Oh, it should have stopped at irrelevant. <laughs> that was great. You're an idiot. I love it. Oh, God. All right. That's episode 40 of Luke and Naomi on Yay, air featuring Naomi's 40. Under a Rock Reviews. Happy 40. I'll be celebrating that personally in uh, a couple of weeks here yeah so i Getting will there. i will return older grayer and more inebriated <laughs> that's right that is exactly right uh seriously though thank you so much for sticking with us through however many episodes that you've listened to if you've been here for all 40 god bless you yeah absolutely you deserve an award for that's that me, or at least a hug or something the high five t-shirt something let's got not get crazy here 
I still think it's a great idea. Yeah, we'll you have to prove it somehow, but we'll, we'll, I don't know. We'll get a T-shirt when we're on vacation and give it away, no matter what size it is. <laughs> That's right. And it that? will have nothing to do with anything. It'll just be like a plain blue T-shirt. Uh, don't forget. You win. If you are new, you can catch up on everything. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. We're on Amazon now. I probably missed something. I'll have a couple of more up. We're up to at least 33 on the YouTube. Yeah. And don't forget, if you have movie suggestions as well, to let us know on the Facebook page or you can send a message through Facebook Messenger, all of that, because uh, we're always up to suggestions as well. That's right. If you do want to catch up on just the reviews, they start at episode 25, wherever you find the podcast. That's right. All right. uh, That's it. Uh, We're out of here. Set and sail on Sunday. Wish us luck. Hopefully right. none of the four-word Fridays come true that were bad. No seasickness, no food poisoning, no lost captains, and no overboardness. Yes, all of, all of that. Or flooding, or iceberg. <laughs> all of that. Yeah. All right. Thank you again so much uh, for tuning in 40 times. We love you all to death. Have some fun this week and the next couple of weeks, and be excellent to each other. Love, love you. Bye. bye.